Recently, we hit a big milestone here at the Ultimate Blog Podcast, and we are celebrating over 100,000 downloads. We wanted to celebrate with you in a super fun way by answering your questions. So we will be answering your questions in a special podcast episode coming out in May. And in order to submit your question, all you need to do is find the link in our show notes, and you're actually going to leave us a voicemail. Ask us your blogging question or anything that you can think of in regards to your blogging business, or maybe you haven't even started your blog yet and you have questions that you want to ask about that too. You can literally ask us anything and we cannot wait to connect with you in this way. Once again, you're just going to find the link in our show notes and ask any of your blogging questions that you have. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the Ultimate Blog Podcast. We love sharing episodes with you each and every Tuesday and helping you learn more about blogging and how to grow a successful blog each and every week. Welcome to the Ultimate Blog Podcast with Amy Reinecke and Jennifer Draper. We're on a mission to empower women who want to start or grow their own blog. This podcast is for women who want to learn blogging basics and who crave inspiration and encouragement. Whether you're just getting started or have been a blogger for years, we're excited to welcome you into this space where we are passionate about creating community over competition. We are bloggers who want to encourage you to believe in your potential, step outside the norm, and step into a life where you create your own schedule, your own success, and your own story. Join us for weekly episodes as we navigate blogging and work from home life, all while raising a family and having some serious fun along the way. Well, hello there, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Ultimate Blog Podcast. We are so excited to talk with Sarah Hagstrom today from the Coach and Grow Co. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I'm super excited. I feel yes. like we just we just got to know each other a little bit on my podcast. And so now I feel warmed up and ready to go. I feel like maybe I have the advantage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just might. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I mean, we're we're all equal, but I feel like I got to look, I got to ask a question. But now you guys maybe have like better questions. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we love interviewing other coaches and other coaches who love to just pour into their communities and help them learn and grow. So how about we start out by you just sharing a little bit about your company and how you serve? Yeah, of course. So I run the Coach and Grow Co. Not just by myself. I run it with a team. We're a small team and we help those in the health and wellness space create programs based on their personal transformations and then help their clients have transformation. So this looks like, you know, online programs. All of our coaches, they might want to like work a little bit in person, but most of the time they're working online, they're selling digital courses, they're selling programs, retreats, membership sites, anything that allows them to put their knowledge into a program that can help other people have transformations and I got into this from my own journey. I started out as a health coach myself and struggled a lot at the beginning. I struggled to find my people. I struggled with social media. I struggled to share my story. It was really challenging, but I stuck with it. I know that is a big thing for you guys. You guys are all about like sticking it out. And I did. And this was in 2014 and I really stuck it out. And I learned the importance of some of the things that I teach having a niche, showing up on social media, creating a transformational program, pricing for profit, not undercharging. 
all of these things that are really crucial. And I did that for five years. And then there is a point where I had, and my focus, my niche was plant-based whole food. And I had somebody who was a health coach reach out to me and was like, Hey, I really want to learn about going plant-based. And I was like, okay. And this is something that I think is really important because I think as business owners, sometimes we can think there's only room for us. Right. And we're like, Oh, they're coming because they want to steal my thing or like they, you know, they have bad intentions, but really, I I really truly believe like if we open up and show up from a place of love, like there's room for all of us. Like we're all humans on this planet at this time. Like we're all connected. So, so I was like, okay, you want to learn about plant-based for your health coaching business? Okay. I'll teach you, you know, and we worked together and then she was like, okay, cool. She definitely had an agenda coming. She's like, okay, cool. I got this. This is awesome. Now, can you help me with business? And I was like, "Mm." I was making probably like $10,000 a month at the time with my health coaching business. And I was like, don't you want to work with somebody who's like making a million dollars? Like there's lots of business coaches. I definitely had imposter syndrome going on. And she was like, no, I want to work with you. I like your community. I like what you're doing. Like, will you teach me? And I was like, I'm going to have to think about this. Thought about it. And I was like, okay, let's just do like a trial, see how it goes. And she ended up being able to quit her job in six months, which was way sooner than I was able to do. Let me just share that right now, friends. And Peter, my husband, he would hear me coaching her and I would do like a few coaching calls. I'd do the the batching, you know, batch all my coaching calls to save time. And he would hear like she was last. He was like, who are you talking to? And I would tell him and he was like, you were so excited. And like, there's something there. Like, I think you should dive into that. And so I slowly started like putting things out. I put it out to my email list. I was like, hey, would anybody be interested in getting help with their business? Like as a health or wellness coach or life coach, spiritual coach. And I had 12 people right away that were like, yes, I've been following you for years. Teach me how to do this. And so I juggled both for a while. And honestly, that's not my strength. Like I do not want to have like two different businesses, like two, all these Instagram accounts, at least when it was just me. I had a point I remember in the summer where I broke down. I was like, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm not doing anything. I had an assistant coming to my house and then I had Peter also. So I already had like, I had like me and then two other people I was responsible for. And it just felt so overwhelming. And so that was the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to transition out of health coaching and move into business coaching. And I know that you guys also speak about this, like the importance of evolving, right? And so for yeah. me, I'm not I'm not attached to what I'm doing right now. Like I'm not attached to it. I love it and it lights me up. But if there comes a point where I'm like, this isn't lighting me up anymore. And I've done this multiple times in my business. It's gone. Even if like for me, I had a membership site that was making money and people weren't super happy when I was like, okay, this is the last month. You know, they're like, wait, what? What do you mean? This is the last month. But for me, it's like, one, it has to, it has to feel good to me. It has to be authentic to me. Like my life is, this is the only life I have right now. Like I want to do things that light me up. And then the second thing is if it's not valuable to others. So I create programs. I have a program called Launch Coach Grow and I love it so much. And it gets our students so much results, brings them so much value. But if there ever comes a time where it's not working, right? Like something changes and it's no longer doing that. The program's gone because I don't care about the program. I care about the people, care about the people and my freedom. So that's kind of where I'm at now. 
Okay. I love everything that you just said. We can just end it. (laughs) That's it. That's it. You, you brought up so many like really important things. First and foremost, what I took was the willing to pivot and stay true to yourself. And with that said, like knowing that you are going to evolve and change in your own journey. And as you evolve and change to stay true to yourself, I think that's so important in this online space because we can get really caught up in what everybody else is doing and what we think that we should be doing too, because we think that that is the way it has to be done. And quite honestly, it's just not like we have the opportunity to show up authentically and serve in the way that like feels best to us. So I love that you've been able to like create the boundaries that you need in your life and in your business and still do something that totally lights you up. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that. I definitely went down. I mean, being in the health and wellness space, like you are exposed to a lot of different teachings. There's a lot of tools in my toolbox now, right? But probably like this past year, I went down like another healing journey. It's like my my life experience on earth this this time on the planet is all about like healing things. And so I went down a healing journey this summer and a big part of that brought up really like the, this, like being intentional, right? Like setting intentions with how I'm showing up, the content that I'm sharing. And what I found is when you are intentional, like tying this all into what you're saying about like having to do it one way, when you're intentional with like what you actually want, you can get so much better results. And I know you want to talk about social media. We can bring that up, but it's just amazing how, if you can step back from what everybody else is doing and you can say, okay, what do I want? I want to reach, you know, 10,000 people today with this new blog post, right? And really set that intention before you show up. It's pretty amazing how quickly that can come to fruition. Absolutely. So let's talk about intention and social media a little Mm -hmm. bit, because I think that that can be, I think that we can go onto social media with the intention that we are going to engage or mm-hmm. offer value or whatever. And then we, me, I don't know, yeah. probably all of us mm-hmm. here can, we get on there and then we, we get lost because it's so distracting and so overwhelming to be on there. So how do you stay intentional while also using social media as a way to kind of grow your business? Like, obviously we believe that you need to have a blog, but we believe that social media can be a great asset to include with a blog. So how can you keep those boundaries within that intention to where it's not for lack of a better word, like sucking the life out of you to show up in so many different spaces on any given day. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I definitely have fallen into that trap and I'm sure, you know, like you said, everybody can relate to that because it's like the comparison is so real with social media. It's like everybody is perfect and they're doing a great job and they have everything that they've ever wanted. And they're so happy. And like, I'm having a meltdown over here. So lies, it's all lies. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I, I I definitely don't think that it's lies. It's just one picture, one snapshot of their life, right? It's the best version. So if you go into it knowing like, hey, this is the best version. And I talk about this in my Instagram stories all the time. Like you're probably not going to see me on my Instagram, like crying my eyes out. I do cry, but I don't think I don't, for me, that's not my process to then like, hey, let me film myself crying. Like that's just, for me, I want to be away from technology by myself. Some people, that is their process, you know? And I don't think that it makes like some people more vulnerable or real than others. I think we right. just have to be aware that with social media, we're going to see 
the best version most of the time for most people. So you got to remind yourself of that. You might need to like put a sticky note up, you know, where if you're at your desk before you get on social media, hey, are you prepared for this? It's going to be a highlight reel. Can you handle it today? You know what I mean? And I think it all goes back to that intention. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying exactly what you're saying. So having, having that is, is really powerful. And another thing going along with social media is I'm of the belief that you don't need to show up every day. So if you are not feeling it one day, don't show up because guess what? Your energy isn't going to be as good as the day when you have this idea and you can't wait to show up. Right. So definitely like with social media, setting your intention, being really aware, clients come to me and they they often say like, I'm on social media all the time. My account isn't growing. It hasn't moved a follower. Like, in fact, I think I lost some followers, you know, and I'm just like, okay, being on social media all the time doesn't mean that you're running your business on social media. You know, my mother-in-law is on social media all the time too. You know, like lots of people can be on social media all the time. So again, being aware, are you on social media actually promoting your blog post, actually connecting with followers, or are you doing the scroll and comparing yourself? Because I always tell my clients that doesn't count. That doesn't count as working hours. Like when you're just scrolling and hanging out, you can do that for sure. But I'm not including that as your working hours. You know, it's like, oh, Sarah, I'm researching. How long were you researching? Were you taking notes, you know, or when did it turn into like a scroll of like hunting down people and, you know, the rabbit hole? So I think that's another thing to keep in mind is like, how much work are you actually doing on social media? And I can talk about how to spend time on social media too. Like, how do we work and get results with social media? Yeah. I think one of the questions I would have, if you can elaborate on that, and then just tell us a little bit about like, for somebody sitting down, like, okay, I want to use, I want to use Instagram or I want to use Facebook to help me grow my business. I want to have it, help, you know, send traffic to my website or to my program. How many hours a week do I think I need to devote to ensure that I'm properly growing my social media? And this is assuming that I'm spending this time doing activities that will promote the growth and the income and all those things and not just scrolling. Like how much time per week should I plan on to help me grow my business? Yeah, that's a great question. So I teach in Launch Coach Grow, I teach five hours a week. So our students are promoting, launching their business in five hours a week. And it usually takes about three months for them to be signing clients and making money. And I really teach like creating a program that's around $2,000. So really they're able to get a good amount of money, get clients from social media in five hours a week. So And again, they're doing other things. So if your audience already has their blog that's already set up and it's just promoting on social media, probably like two to three hours a week. Again, it really depends on what your goal is. So for my students, like they have maybe a lower barrier in order to reach their goals. They don't need as many people, right? So if you want more people, then possibly not always. And I'll talk about how you can do this, but you might need a little bit more time, more content to reach more people, right? That's not always true. So one thing that I think everybody should be focusing on when it comes to getting more eyeballs on your blog, more people into your programs, using social media reels right now, they're really working for our students just because Instagram is still pushing that out, which is great. TikTok is also, I don't know if you guys talk about that, but TikTok is another platform that can really be great to get in front of new people and a large amount of people. And so I think that, you know, depending on 
like what your blog focus is. I think reels can really work for, for any niche, any category, because I'm focused in like health and wellness and, and the coaching space. Those are kind of like what I'm seeing do really well, but I've seen it in fashion. I've seen it in recipes too, like recipes do so well on reels. Right. And the thing with that, that I would recommend again is setting your intention before, like last week, for example, I created, I created a reel and I'll tell you the process before I created it. But when I went to post, I was like, okay, this is going to reach 20,000 health coaches who need this message. That is like my intention. And I'm going to post it and done. And within three seconds, it hit 22,000, 22,000, three seconds. We got a bunch of new followers. We got people signing up for our course. It was awesome. It was super powerful. And here's the other thing, actually shooting the reel was very simple. It took me like, I don't know, two minutes, like really quick. I didn't do anything fancy, very quick. But what took a little bit more time was beforehand, right? Was thinking about shareability. And I think that that's something when it comes to growing on social media is shareability and not just thinking about, okay, like, does this work for like my niche? But what about the people who read your blog, follow your content? Will they want to share it? Because if the people who are already following you share it, it's going to do so much better. And that is what takes more time. So many people feel like, and I I feel like this sometimes too, if I'm not doing like my grounding practices, so many people feel like I'm behind. I need to create a reel every day. Let's get going. Okay. This is an easy audio. Okay. Let me just film like my green smoothie, pop it on there. Here we go. But if you take more time, you can create one post and have it be more effective than like the whole month of posting. Yeah. It's just, I think the key word in all this is intention and knowing that, like you just said, we think we say that all the time with blog posts, even is it's quality over quantity, like show up in a good way. Don't just like kind of put something together because that shows too. It's like when you put that reel out there and have the intention behind it that you were going to reach. And so you had that energy going out and that's how you were able to attract those people. And I do think that that is really important, even though it's through like a phone screen or a blog post or whatever, like people feel your energy and they know like when you're excited about something and when you're not, and you're just kind of phoning it in. And I think that like when we are on social media, we see so many different kinds of people and there's so much coming at us that people crave the authenticity and they see that when we're, when we're truly like that. I love that you said it only takes five hours a week too. It honestly, it's so much easier to show up as yourself. If you can get out of the, like, I'm not good enough. I don't like the way I look. I don't have the right equipment. Like whatever those limiting beliefs are, if you can remove those, step back from those. And I always say like, think about the person that you want to help, right? And I know you guys are all about service, right? Think about the person you want to help. So if you want to help somebody eat healthier, like don't be thinking about like, oh, this doesn't look as good or like, I don't look as good or, you know, that doesn't matter. They're not thinking that they're thinking like, is this going to be helpful for me? Is this something that I want to share? And, and, you know, when it comes to social media, it's not about having the most followers. People aren't following people because they're like, oh, she has a lot of followers. They're following because it's valuable and valuable doesn't mean that you're spending all this time, you know, doesn't mean you're writing like the best caption or the best video, or you look a certain way. Value just can simply mean like you made somebody smile. You made them laugh. You shared something that was helpful that they want to save, right? Like it literally can look like so many things. And with the five hours a week, like that was so huge for our students because they were like, 
oh my gosh, like I didn't realize I could just share this quote that changed my life and that could be enough. And that that is enough. Yeah. Do you want to start a blog, but you aren't sure what to do first? Are you still wondering what you're going to write about and who your ideal reader is? Have you researched blog platforms only to be left with even more questions and have no idea what platform to build your blog on? Guess what? We created the Blog Depot just for you. The Blog Depot is a nine module course that was designed for someone who thinks that they want to start a blog, but wants to build a solid foundation and ask themselves the important questions before jumping in. In the Blog Depot, we will help you understand what you need to build a successful blog and important questions to ask yourself. And we do it all with our self-paced online course and membership community. You get access to the course and community forum immediately upon sign up. And as a special bonus, we do a live coaching call with Depot members every month so you can talk to us about your specific questions and needs. We want you to feel confident when you decide to finally start blogging someday, and the Blog Depot will help you do it. It's only $47 a month, but if you sign up today and use code UBP50, you'll receive 50% off your first month. The link to join us is in the show notes, and we can't wait to help you build your solid foundation in the Blog Depot. So what tips would you have for somebody who wants to create a piece of content that's so valuable? Like you said, you had, you connected with the people that you wanted to connect with. And not only that, but you drove traffic back to your email signups, to your programs. I feel like that can be really tricky when it comes to reels because people are scrolling so quickly. Do you have tips on how to create like that really powerful piece of content that will stop somebody from scrolling and actually how do you get them to click through? How do you get them to actually find you? Yeah. I feel like we could do a whole episode on that. You know, like we're like breaking <laughs> it down. So it's a great question. I am definitely, you might, you might be able to tell, I do a combo of like the woo and then the strategies. I like to weave them both because I think that we can work so hard with the strategies and only get so far. But when we include our intention, manifestation, right? When we include some of those practices, then I just see, like I've seen in my business, my client's business, it just grows and takes off. And sometimes it's hard to explain, which I know can be frustrating, but my tip for you would be to be intentional, right? Like if you are sitting down, you're like, okay, the reel has to be perfect. It has to drive these people back to here. It has to do this, you know, and and maybe that's confusing with intention. Like it's like, oh, well, I thought you were setting intentions. They're intentions, but they're loose. I'm not attached, I guess would probably be the right word. It's like, this is what I want to happen, but like, I'm, I'm moving on. I got other things going on, you know, like I'm not like checking that, like, how's it doing? How's it doing? You know, I'm just, this is my intention and I'm moving on. So I would say when you are sitting down to create that piece of content, have an intention. What is your intention? What, what, what is the outcome? What are the results that you want for this? Whether that's emails, signups, followers, write that down, be aware of that. And then craft it that way, right? So we're crafting it in a way that reach that if our goal is new followers, we're we're keeping that in mind, right? So when I think about a real or social media post and I want it to get new more followers, that's like my the goal that I'm working towards. I would probably my intention would be to get people to read the caption. Read the caption. So in my reel, I would give them a reason to then read the caption, right? And then in the caption, I would ask them to follow or to send me a message or to ask for something that I can then give them that then they we can build a larger connection in 
the direct messages. DMs, I'm kind of like, I'm like, I don't know. It feels like dirty to say DMs for some reason. I'm like moving away from that. I went to say it. And I was like, do I want to say DMs? I don't know why. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would say that is like really huge. And having something that I teach content pillars, content buckets, right? Where this is like what you're known for. That's really helpful too. Cause then you can just pull from those. It's like, Hey, today I'm talking about you know, if you're, when I was health coaching, I did plant-based and like one of my buckets was like how to lose weight on a plant-based diet. So I'm just like, okay, that's going to be the focus. And then I'm going to do kind of like my checklist for making sure that like the real does well. You're awesome. Does that help? Just going to say, but I think content buckets are huge because I think people get on either to write a blog post or social media. And we think that we have to reinvent the wheel every single time. Like we have to come up with this big thing every time, but especially on social media, people are like, they need a snippet. They need something pretty quick and an action. Like you said, like a call to action. What do you want me to do? Don't be afraid to tell people what to do, you know, because with those posts that you say, read the caption or follow this link or join my email list. They might not even have thought of, of that unless you offered that that goal for them to do. So I think that that's an excellent tip. We try to do that in our own social media posts because obviously that's what we want to do. That's why we're showing up. We want to grow our communities. We want to make a, a bigger, deeper impact and help more people. And so I love this conversation about being intentional, having those content buckets kind of ready to where you're not spending five hours a day on social media, because truly we have lives and we have other things that we need to do instead of just scroll Instagram all yeah. day or learn the latest TikTok trend. Like you're, truly- you're not going to feel great if you scroll Instagram every day. I don't know anybody who is on Instagram every day who's like, oh, I feel so great like being on this platform. It's technology. It's a different energy than like the earth energy, right? So like it's it's draining. We can only do it for so long. And like the cool thing is like you can get really great results working less. And like most of us like want to do that. We want to have an impact. We want to do work we love, but even myself, like I don't want to work all day, every day. No. And that's okay to not want to work all day. Yeah. That gives me a lot of hope because, and I think it'll give our podcast listeners hope because, you know, you can feel like you're supposed to do so much and to, to know like five hours a week, I give myself permission to only spend five hours a week and do my best. And that is good enough. And also to, to not show up on the days that I'm just not, I'm just not willing. I took like a social media um, sabbatical a while back on my, on my own account it for a month. And it was freeing to just give myself that permission that I don't have to be there if I don't want to be there. And it allowed me to expand and like come up with a rebrand and decide to start a podcast and all this like that I think if I was still stuck in that space that was feeling very draining at the time, I wouldn't have been able to do that. So it's okay to have those moments that you need to pull back in order for us to show up more intentionally when we need to and when we want to. Yeah, that's that's where the greatest ideas come from is like taking a break. And a lot of us feel like it's not safe like to take a break. We have FOMO, you know, we're worried that we're going to miss out on something. And so I do think that slowing down so you can speed up is really powerful when it comes to entrepreneurship. I love that slowing down so you can speed up. I think that's excellent because a lot of us do feel like we're going to miss the boat if we take a break. Yeah. And you probably the opposite will happen. You'll probably miss the boat if you don't take a break, right? There's so many opportunities. One thing that I started doing recently is I started walking without my phone just to create more 
silence and create more space. And it's amazing how many ideas happen when I allow myself to have that quietness, right? That white noise, that space. And so again, like there are so many opportunities available for blogging, for social media, for starting a business, for making money, for meeting a partner, collaboration, but we have to be like open and aware to receive that. And a lot of us, when it comes to social media, we're like stuck on this device and we're not able for those connections. They come, they, they pass us right by. I've been sharing this quote that I heard. I'm like obsessed with it. But the quote was, we have so many opportunities every day for joy. And what, what we want as humans is joy, happiness, love, right? Those are really what we want because we know at the end of the day, you can be successful and not be happy, right? And so we want joy, happiness, and we have all of these opportunities every day to take them as humans on this earth. And yet we say no, because we have to work. We have to show up on social media. We have to do all these things. But what we really want is joy. And so when I heard that, that was such a great reminder for me. Like when my husband is like, hey, let's play ping pong. Let's go for a walk. Let's, you know, do this. The whole reason that I started a business was to have freedom, to help people and to have freedom. And I have the freedom. And yet sometimes I can fall into this trap of, I need to post on social media. You know, like I can't hang out with you right now. I need to do this. And so just like been a great reminder to me that, hey, you can have it both. You can post your posts on social media with an intention, have it reach all the people, and then you can take the rest of the day off. Yes. I think when we were talking about intention too, I think that's something, no matter where you are in your business, if you've never done it, or if you feel like you need to maybe revisit it, but maybe take a moment and like ask yourself, what is my intention for this business that I'm doing? Like if you're on social media and blogging and all of this, like why? Mm. Like, like ask yourself, why is it simply to make money? Because you can go do all kinds of work to make money. Like there's lots of jobs, (laughs) but like ask yourself as you're doing this, because being an entrepreneur is hard work. It's very rewarding and amazing and wonderful, but it is hard work. We have to find that grit within ourselves to find the success a lot of times and the never, never give up attitude. So ask yourself, why am I showing up in this? What, what am I hoping to gain from this? And I think when we have a clear understanding of the why behind it, then it makes these tasks much more enjoyable. And that's what we want to do. That's why many of us started businesses like this is to enjoy it. Because I mean, most bloggers I know, and most people in the content creation space, they're talking about something that like lights them up. Like you've said it yourself, like you get so lit up about this. And so I think that we have to remind ourselves sometimes, why did I start this? Yeah. It's it's not for a follower account. It's not for a page view. It's It was to impact somebody most likely. And so come back to that intention and ask yourself, am I being true to that int- intention? Am I aligned with why I started this business? And am I still showing up in the way that I intended to from the get-go? And that might change, yeah. but stay, staying true to yourself, I think is always a good practice. Yeah. And you might need a break to rediscover that, like you were saying, right? Like taking a little bit of time off to check in with that. And, you know, again, it's like, I I don't know about you, but I'm definitely of the type, like I grew up in a really dysfunctional home. And so I had to take care of myself, take care of my parents. And so I have this, this like control thing, responsibility. And so for me, I can be like, okay, I need to figure all this out and I need to do all these things. And if I'm not like hitting these benchmarks and I'm not doing all these things in my business. And that means this about me. But, you know, I also like to say like taking that time back to reconnect, like you were saying to your why that counts as a business activity. It's safe to step back and say, Hey, like, why am I doing this reassess? Like if you are 
you know, not finding that joy or you aren't lit up by it anymore. Like just know that that counts as something that's going to grow your business, grow your life, leave opportunities for joy and happiness too. So if anybody's listening and you're kind of like me and you're like, well, I need to post on social media and I need to get this blog out and I need to do this. Like I feel you a hundred percent, but like you were saying, if it's not bringing you joy, then this might be an opportunity to reconnect to, to your why and why you do this and know that that's okay too. This has been such a great conversation, Sarah. I'm so, so glad that we had this conversation. I think it's going to impact so many people. So you're awesome. I love that. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super glad that we connected too. Yeah. So Sarah, please tell everybody how they can connect with you and learn more from you. Yeah, of course. So I am pretty active on Instagram probably as you can tell from all of this talk about social media. So you can come over to Sarah underscore Hegstrom. That's my Instagram account. You can send me a DM. Let me know that you listened on this podcast. I would love to connect with you. And then thecoachandgrow.co, that is my website where you can learn more about, you know, other health and wellness coaches, life coaches, like what they're doing. I always like to share success stories and share like how they started their business and what's working for them and the process and the ups and downs. I think that that can be really helpful. And then I also have a podcast called Why Can't I? And it's all about confidence as an entrepreneur. Awesome. I will include all the links to that in the show notes. And thanks again for being here today. This was amazing. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about blogging with us, please find us on Instagram at Spark Media Concepts. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter where we share blogging tips and inspiration. You can sign up by finding the link in the show notes. For those of you who are ready for the next step and want to start your own blog, join the waitlist for the Ultimate Blog Bootcamp. The link to join the waitlist is also in the show notes. Go out and make today a great day.